yes, we are listening to Reunion 1997, the live record from Black Sabbath that sees the return of the original lineup with Bill Ward, Geezer Butler, Tony Iommi, and Ozzy Osbourne, the original lineup. We're going to talk all about that today in all of its glory. It's a, it's a breath of fresh air. It's, it's the best to hear the original Sabbath lineup doing it as good as they ever could. And that is what we'll talk about on today's show, so stay tuned for that. More importantly, I just wanted to welcome you back to the Church of Iron Worship, Sabbath Sunday, best day of the week. You find yourself here. This is the time where we talk about, obviously, Black Sabbath, but also health, wellness, and everything in between. All the weirdness the Lifting Dead Army can bring. We do record this live with some members of the Lifting Dead Army, the brave souls that decide to show up. More likely, just wake up early on a Sunday because I get everybody up and out of bed at 8.30 in the morning and uh, just to listen to heavy metal and talk about weightlifting. So if you want to join, you can join the Lifting Dead Army and you can get the magical link code to this Zoom meeting. It's really complicated and high tech. I don't have enough time to get into it right now. You have to unlock runes from, you know, ancient heavy metal dwellings. Tony Iommi will tell you. Anyway, $6.66 a month, cheapest membership to the Lifting Dead Army. And you can come here. You can come hang out, plus a ton of other benefits. You can check all that. Um, Speaking of other benefits on the Lifting Dead Army page, we have exclusive training programs the one we're marketing right now is the summer body training program, which we all want. It is our Flexus Gainsaw Massacre. Build your muscle, shred your fat with the Lifting Dead Army's horror workout films and our movies, our workouts, and our weird video content is exclusively available to the Lifting Dead Army. If you go on YouTube and hit up Death Comes Lifting, you can subscribe to us there. And all we have there is just a little taste, you know, it's a, it's but a drop of blood in a vast sea of blood, bodies, bones, weights that we have available on the Patreon page. And uh, it is going to continue that direction then where we're going full steam ahead on the video productions. And it's just so much fun and the community is so cool. And uh, I'd like to thank you. And if you're thinking about joining, do it risk-free. Come on, hang out with us. I guarantee you'll love it. If, if you made it this far into me babbling on this podcast, you might have a slight interest in joining all the madness that we're going to do, that we do do on the Lifting to the Army page. Aside from that, deathcomeslifting.com, you know where to find all the merch. We got new cool stuff for the 4th of July. About to light this bitch up like it's the 4th of fucking July. You know what movie that's from, I hope. Anyway, we got those American, All-American Massacre uh, baseball tees, and they're sweet, and they're almost sold out, limited for summer. Be the most badass person at your 4th of July barbecue, eating a vegan diet and wearing one of those shirts. Do whatever you want. We love you. We're getting the Lifting Dead Army in because it's 8.30 and I've had enough of talking to myself and I'm sure you've had enough of me talking to me too. We're going to admit them all in. What's up, world? 
I need I need a theme song while we wait for them to connect. I need gongs. There we go. What up, Adam Gorak, the Thunder from Down Under? What up, bro? Not much, man. How are you? Can you guys hear me? Buff Shady's back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I'm not dead, I swear. On the reunion show, you know, we are going to talk about the reunion of Black Sabbath, but more importantly, <laughs> we have fucking Buff Shady back, ladies and gentlemen. What is up? What's going on, guys? Nothing. It's nice to see you. Um, nice to see you guys. Day in paradise. What's what's new? Uh, nothing. Just a couple Sundays that were super busy, so that's why I wasn't around, but I'm back. We're not holding it against you. We love you that you're here, and we're glad you're good. Cool. Awesome. Batman wearing a Superman shirt. What's up? <laughs> sometimes you got to go incognito. <laughs> yeah. That, sometimes you must keep you, your friends close and your enemies closer, I see. I'm learning, learning from you. How are you doing? Great, man. Nice to have you back on the show, dude. We need to talk about your Spartan race. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Fill, fill us in. Cool. So yeah, it was fucking hot. Yeah. It was like almost 90 degrees in the high desert. So oh. uh, just dead air, no, no movement, no wind. Uh, it was hard as hell. Hard. Uh, but I loved it. It was fucking great. That's uh, cool, man. Yeah, I felt like I did pretty well. Um, I mean, no, I did well. I mean, top. 20 in my age group out of almost like 200 some people so i'll take it we'll take it dude that's fucking awesome man that's great top 200 out of almost 1200 people something like that so i'm into it i'm fine with that like that's that's good for my first outing for sure bro yeah but uh you know it's weird i'd recommend anybody if you're even curious about one if they're in your area to try it because i mean I guess if you were more like an elite athlete and wanted to kind of go out and just go balls to the wall and try to win some money, you could do it that way. But even in their open uh, series, like people were, they, they say that, you know, or you, you do this on your own and everything, but people were really helpful. Uh, if for some reason you were struggling, there was a lot of people around who would just be like, here, just jump off my knee. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Like, oh, I'll pull you up. You know, so it was it was really cool to see like people from like, I mean, literally like not to be like judgmental or anything, but people who would look like they could barely walk, you know, like a mile who were out there doing this, you know, six mile race with all these obstacles in this desert and heat. And they were just getting out there and doing it with a big group of people. And uh, that was pretty cool to see. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's that's sick, dude. What did you um? What did you do the worst on and what did you do the best on and what did you surprise yourself on? For sure. So uh, I guess right off the bat, I kind of early on this obstacle that was a multi-rig where it had like the gymnastics rings and then in the middle of it, there was this bar that kind of went up and down. And uh, I think it was just more of a confidence thing because yeah. any like later, I, I basically didn't reach far enough to grab a deal because I was going too slow so like i had to learn real quick that it was all about just momentum and if you slowed down you were more than likely going to fail uh, because you just can't think about it when you're going through especially with like the monkey bars you know things that you did when you were a kid you know as a kid you're just like i'm just gonna get through these fucking monkey bars mm -hmm. as an adult you're like 
well, if I miss that monkey bar, I'm going to fall. And then I have to do all of this extra work. And, you know, that's just a confidence thing. And just kind of telling your brain, just fucking go. Um, so that surprised me. Uh, the rope climb just was, <laughs> it was terrible. I saw yeah. a rope burn on my leg from trying to like hang on at the last minute and I'm like not doing it. However, I would like to say I just had to do like, 30 burpees and my arms were pretty gassed they kind of threw it at you at the yeah. end when if you're if you just don't have the strength you're just not gonna like get up that rope I don't care how your technique or anything like that but it was just sure. they were they were gassed by that point so sounds brutal bro yeah you know Power it was fine it was fine it was good though Shout out to uh, Valkyrie uh, for giving me some major words of encouragement the morning we were chatting uh, on Instagram. Yeah, he's the man. He's done a bunch of those. Yeah, he said he's done about a dozen or so. Yeah. So it was nice to have somebody who's done it be like, yeah, man, you're fine. You got this. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I tried to get him in here to talk about it with you, but uh, he's a creature of the night. He doesn't wake up this early, I don't think. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. Uh, uh, but the things that surprised me the most was the the – getting up over really tall walls really really fast because <laughs> you're fucking batman dude it's just kind of weird <laughs> oh yeah and i wanted to talk about that i know i mentioned it in text but i figured yeah. out which batman i would be and i'm the adam west batman from the 1960s the reason i say this it's, it's cool to be the christian bale batman or like even the batfleck or whatever but when i was climbing up this thing that was just like a slippery wall with this rope all i could envision was myself and robin just like slowly walking up the side of a fucking building <laughs> yeah. and the cheekiness of the whole thing because you kind of had to take it with a grain of salt like it's ridiculous what i'm doing and the 60s batman was ridiculous in what he was doing so you kind of had to just have fun and uh not really like i said just kind of throw any sort of preconceived notion about being able to just do something out and just can do it so well as as your trainer it is so much fun dude to program for all this and like talk about it with you and go through the process because like i i'm i'm legitimately interested in it like i might want to try to do one so um i didn't really know that that was all that it's about like i love all the functional obstacles and all that stuff i kind of thought it was just a race i mean i was pretty i was pretty ignorant to it so i think all that sounds totally awesome man it's so much yeah programming it it's cool uh i mean there there's a guy there who's doing it who's uh i mean he didn't have any legs wow oh bro and he would lift himself up out of his cart that was all hand driven and he was this i mean it was sand like it was not like a racetrack or even like packed terrain like if you're going camping or hiking in the woods like it was loose gravel sand cactus fucking everywhere that you had to dodge like it was it was wild and there's this dude who is doing the bucket carry you know he can't really carry it because he needs his arms to move it so he'd just shove the thing as far as he could move himself up to it shove that thing as far as he could and just kind of dance for it like it was wild but you know, he fucking finished the race he did an obstacle i couldn't do like i failed at an obstacle and i saw a video online of him just fucking muscling up this thing that i i couldn't pull myself over so i mean if you think you can't do it i mean 
I just watched a guy with no legs do the whole thing. So it's you can totally do it. It's wild. Sick, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Sick. I remember a couple of years ago I did a tough motor. That's kind of like it's not the same thing, but um you said yours was six miles total. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine was like five or something like that. You know, it was like a I don't know. I forgot. It was probably like around five miles. And I think it was like 12 obstacles total. We were like slipping in mud and everything. And because this was like, it was in Jersey. So, I mean, it's in the middle of like spring slash summer. So it's like rain season and it was nuts. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Like you said, like it pushes you to just forget about like all that you've kind of like been used to doing and just like say, fuck it and do it anyway. It's, it's important for us lifting dead warriors to humble ourselves that way because we can't get like super good at one particular fitness modality. And then you try something totally different that you think you've got and you're like, whoa, all right. Yeah. I have no business even, even calling myself in shape, you know? So I yeah. think that's good. It keeps us down to earth, under the earth. Yeah, that stuff's really cool. It's fun. Gorak, so I guess we got a race together then, bro, because we're, we're the only ones that haven't done it. The next one that comes to... Uh, to Sydney or wherever you're at in Australia, we'll have, we'll have to double it up and show them. Yeah. Them. What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> Power lifter. In the we'll do a, probably a really bad job, but we'll have a lot of fun doing it. I'll probably like die halfway through it anyway, because my cardio is so bad as a powerlifter. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's okay, man. Me too. I'll just rely on you on everything, man. So. You got my back. Be like, where's the where's the crib keeper? I think we saw him around back smoking a joint in between. The- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's more than likely what would happen. We'd just go listen to ACDC or somewhere. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Leading into Black Sabbath, though, Joe, was it not your entrance music, Iron Man, to this to the Spartan race? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. We were walking in and we were just kind of getting the shape of things and we were walking through and I saw that there were some obstacles uh, that you could walk up to and check out and the elite athletes were coming through. And uh, as I'm just kind of standing there watching some this guy just rip through this first, uh, all of a sudden the DJ right behind me just starts blasting war pigs. It was <laughs> huge. pretty, pretty great. That was the spirit of Death better. Comes Lifting following you through that race. I hope you know that. But, uh, yeah, it absolutely was. It, it definitely helped to calm any sort of nerves I may have had. Good, man. Good. Well, what's the terrain look like for your next one? Is it a desert in the middle of Colorado again? Uh, no. Well, yeah. the next one is actually going to be in Nashville, and that's a much shorter distance. That's only a 5K, so okay. a sprint. So that one's going to go pretty quickly. And, I, I mean, it looks like it's kind of – Oh, it's Nashville. It's kind of forested. Yeah. Uh, probably some water to run through and everything like that. But then the big one that I'm, uh, that's less than a week later, uh, in Telluride is mountains. Like it's okay. Uh, like middle of the middle of the mountains. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. That's in October, right? Yeah. The ninth of October. That's Sweet. a, that's a 13 miler with how many ever obstacles with a 4,000 foot elevation gain uh, in it. Sounds sounds like a great time, bro. It's going to be wild, man. That's the one that I really need to like, that's the one that I'm, I'm not scared of anymore, but I'm nervous about it. We're going to get you there, man. Yeah. We got this. 
I, I don't know what weather is going to be like at, you know, 9,000 feet or yeah. whatever in Colorado in October. It could be snowing. Yeah. It could be Probably snow will. everywhere. It could be running yeah. through that. My friend did one of those and it was like snowing and it was like two inches of snow they ran through. Like, but it's slippery, it's wet, and you're already like cold from doing like the previous act- like thing that had water involved. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's fun. Fine, it's amazing. You're gonna fuck it up. No, dude, yeah, that's awesome. You could, you could totally channel that like Nordic heavy metal Viking warrior energy if it's snowing in the mountains, especially. That'll push you at least another couple miles, dude. For yeah, sure. for sure. We'll braid my hair and give me an axe, and I'll just yeah. cut him down. <laughs> what we're gonna do, Buff Shady? How's your training been going? Um, it's been going well. Um, now that I have my training schedule back to kind of normal since I yeah. changed my job. Yeah. <laughs> Momentarily. So like I'm it. definitely, yeah, I'm, de- I'm not posting as much because like, personally, I don't like posting in a, you know, like taking space in a crowded gym, you know, but yeah, um, no, I'm with you. yeah, but I do plan on doing some like at home still. Um, so I'll be posting and stuff, but it's going well. Um, I feel like my cardio is getting back. Um, I had <laughs> allergies kick my ass two weeks ago, so I wasn't really working, like working out much. Um, I didn't have COVID. It was just a girl allergies were just kicking my ass. And it was like the whole nasal congestion. I'm still kind of a little congested. But um, so I was just like, we're not going to do cardio because I don't feel like dying because I also have asthma. <laughs> so I was like, we're just going to lift light, you know, see what my body can take. And but now we're back like tomorrow to Friday. I have like a whole plan set out to start. So good. Man. Keep us updated. It's lovely to see you. We're glad, we're glad you're back. Thank you. That's what's up. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. This is your favorite Black Sabbath album, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Well, it's the first Black Sabbath album that I got introduced to by my brother. Yeah, by your brother. So, so this uh, did you listen to it today yet? Uh, I haven't, no. It's I've listened to it for the first time today in a, in a long time. And this is a great one to introduce, to be introduced to Sabbath to. What was your experience like with that? Mind blowing. Like, do, you remember, <laughs> do you remember where you were at when you heard it? Do you remember being like, holy shit, I love this? Or did you not like it? Yeah, I think it was I'm trying to remember because I was like maybe 15, 16 at the time. I think my brother might have had it in his room and he played it. That's cool. It was, I can't remember what song it was. I was like, well, what's this? Black Sabbath. I'm like, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, but I remember hearing, but I remember the first time hearing the name Black Sabbath was from The Undertaker because me and uh-huh. my brother watch wrestling all the time. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> So um, he mentioned Black Sabbath and a few other bands as is one of his favorite bands. Oh, that's cool, man. So there you go. All right. So it's all your brother and The Undertaker's fault that we have to do for you in the form we have him today. We'll take it, man. Um, Yeah, man. (laughs) I I love listening to this. It was like a breath of fresh air because we've been like through the trenches of Black Sabbath. We've been away from the Aussie sound for so long. And to come back with this, it's such a strong set list i mean it's two discs it's like two hours they played two sets on this tour and it's all just classic sabbath the one complaint i have is they play nothing from my favorite album sabotage but i'll let it go because it's so good and yet 
there's not much more to say about the actual songs themselves other than they sound like really heavy because it's like 1997, 1998, trying to compete with like the bands they were on Ozfest with because that's how this reunion started was um, Geezer, Tony, and um, I think it was just Geezer and Tony got added on to like the end of Ozzy's set. Like he was headlining Ozfest, like he would do an Ozzy solo thing and then they would come on and they'd have like a half hour like Sabbath jam. And that's how they went through like the whole tour. And that went so well that they wanted to do a full blown reunion tour for the first time. It's the first reunion in uh, 97. And then they actually got Bill Ward back. So Bill Ward is on this album and it's awesome. It was recorded in Birmingham and it's just all classic Sabbath and it's all heavy. And in the studio while mixing it, they came up with two new songs. They're called Psycho Man and Selling My Soul. They're like two bonus tracks onto the end of this. I mean, and they're not by any stretch of the imagination, do I think they're the best Sabbath songs. Iomi in his book also claims that they were like really rushed during the process so that he wasn't too fond of them either, but it's still super cool to hear um, Black Sabbath, the original lineup jam. And during that process, they actually came up with like six or I think it's six songs and uh, they were going to make a new album during this time, during the uh, whole reunion hype. And uh, it just fizzled out. I think there was some internal issues going on and Ozzy went to do like the Osbournes, which made him like way more famous after that. And it got like weird for, for um, Iomi and Butler. So they were, they kind of just fizzled out. So there's six Black Sabbath songs it could have been a new Black Sabbath record floating around out there that they still haven't done anything with. So that's the mystery. That's the mystery for today. One funny um, story that I did dig up about the mixing of this was, um, so obviously it was a live show. So they played the whole thing live. They did the tour. Then I guess they flew back to like LA or wherever they mixed it. And um, they were all together in the studio, just trying to figure it out and jam some new stuff. And uh, Ozzy, leaves like go to the bathroom and he's gone for like an hour they're like he's either like getting really high in the bathroom or like we lost ozzy they were like calling around like they didn't know where he was they couldn't find ozzy for like hours and then um you know they're in a studio like building there's many studios many bands are like recording or whatever so they get a call from some like little band like hey uh, Ozzy's asleep on our couch <laughs> <You> know, <they're> like, <laughs> they didn't want to wake him up because they're like this like you know this new metal band like fucking Ozzy Osbourne's like on the couch I think we should just like let him go like I don't know I don't know what to do we're not gonna like interrupt interrupt Ozzy Osbourne's rest or whatever so uh yeah they ended up finding Ozzy and, and everything was okay and uh, he would do that very often during the recording process of this apparently so that's fun. And we met, we love Ozzy for that, but that's also probably why the new album didn't work out and you'd have to wait like 15 more years till 13 came out to, for a proper Ozzy reunion. But after this, it's back with Dio, bro. Then it's back with heaven and hell. Then Adam Gorak, you can rejoice and, and buff shady since you like Dio's yeah. <laughs> better. But say this the Devil You Know is a great album. That's what I'm the Devil You Know is a great album. Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't uh, disagree. I probably listen to the Devil You Know more than I've listened to the Thirteen album. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I like the Thirteen album. I do too. It's we'll we'll talk about it when we get there. 
you know, I'll, I'll go off on a tangent. Don't let me do that. But um, Joe, did you listen to this one? About halfway through this morning and I, you know, I cool. usually listen to them in the mornings after I, uh, I get up, but, but, you know, when it's a two hour album, it's just like, oh, I didn't, you know, normally they're like 45 minutes, maybe an hour long. Like, yeah. I'm debate all the way through this. So I kind of cherry pick some songs on the later uh, second side to kind of, kind of listen to, wanted to hear, you know, Iron Man, you know, they, I sure. they'd want a Grammy or something off of this album for it, but yeah, I wanted to see how good it was and, I mean, nothing against the album or anything like that. I'm sure it was a hell of a concert, but like when it comes to like live recordings, I, I feel like it just can't quite capture all of it, like what it would be like to be there. So sure. I don't know, maybe if I would have watched it and when they feel like they had a concert video, I think it probably would have been a little bit different uh, for me, but that's just with live music in general, like, being at a show is going to be so much better than just listening to a recording of the live show. Definitely. So, yeah. yeah. Very good, but also kind of falls into the, the, the whole trappings of they get a bit jammy. And, oh yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, a song that could been, you know, a, a nice tight, like four minutes, it ends up being like nine or 10 minutes long. It's like The oh, Iron Man you're talking about specifically. Yeah. They, they jam out Iron Man to get the whole crowd involved i feel like it's fine but yeah, it is a whole live music thing live music is just a preference whether you like to listen to it or not i feel like yeah. i'm like in the camp where i like the a good live album can capture the energy and i like to like work out to like live music or have it like going on when i'm driving or something but to just like kick back and listen to live music it's a it's a little bit different i feel like you know I mean, one of my go-to like lifting songs or running songs is the live version of Maniac by Carpenter Brute. Nice, <laughs> nice. At the end of the song, the crowd just goes and just erupts into cheers, and it's like it's you can tell and feel the energy from that song, and it's like I can, it's like they're cheering me on. <laughs> so I get that. Yeah, that that's that is what's important for sure in live music, and yeah, in this one, I don't know if you listen to. Uh, any of the fir first side I listened to, I did the same thing, actually. I mean, it's like, I've heard these songs a million times. I kind of just, uh, I listened to most of the first side and most of the second side and just kind of skipped when I needed to. But um, the best part is, I think it's in between, it's in between fairies wear boots and electric funeral on the first side. So it's track four and five, like some drunk dude gets yeah. off stage. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw that. What the it's oh, like, I thought I had a Siamese twin. It's so good. You just <laughs> hear, like, it's like feedback from the answers. They're all, Ozzy's the fucking best. There's some drunk dude. He's like, Black Sabbath, Ozzy, he's the fucking best. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> so, like, that guy is immortal to me. I, like, want, I want to meet him. I want to know who he is. So, yeah, I, like I said, I mean, that would have been so much better had I been able to, like, see sure. it. You know what I mean? I know. I'm sure. I'm sure there's footage of that somewhere. Yeah, that's your that's your homework due for you. You have to provide. I'm pretty it. sure there is. I'm sure. have to be. Yeah, I'm, it, there has to be. I have a look up. This. this is the closest that I would get to. I mean, that's kind of why I like live albums in general too, especially for bands I didn't see because I I never got to see Sabbath. Probably never will at this point. So. 
having these, having this and having these uh, videos and stuff to look up is the closest you'll ever get. So to me, like I, I, I am that drunk guy got on stage and yelled that Black Sabbath and Ozzy's the fucking best. So I, I just appreciate it. It resonates with me. I'm not jealous of you at all, Gorak, that you got to see Black Sabbath twice. Well, that's okay. Well, good. Just, just saying, just saying. What, was, was, one on the, was one on the final tour or were they both on the final tour, like the 13 tour that you saw Sabbath? I, I saw the, the 13 tour that Bill Ward was supposed to be on, but he wasn't there because of disagreements, I think. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't on the whole or the album, I don't think, right? Mm. Yeah, it was more to do with money or something like that. They always fuck over Bill Ward, man. That's why it's cool that he's on this. That's why that's also why I like this. this Bill Ward. Yeah, Ward yeah, cool. and I went to the uh, farewell, the end tour, but I was right up the front row for that one, so I got to see Tony Iommi up front. It was awesome. Were you enlightened? Like you saw. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell the way you you said it with the twinkle in your eye. If I can find pictures, I'll 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 send it through to you guys in the group chat thing. Please do. I love how we have a uh, lifting dead army group chat. Join in on the madness, everybody. If you join the army, you can get up in here on our chats. And I uh, I'm sort of like a. Some people want a Discord thing. I'm kind of a caveman. I don't know too much about Discord, but there's a there's a Lifting Dead Army Discord server I'm going to put out there. and We're going to make it happen. What do you think, Joe? You seem to know what's up. That's good. All right. I'm going to put you in charge because you're smarter. You're Batman smarter than me. I'll admit it right here. Anyway, guys. I guess I can be an admin. Or something. You will be an admin. Cool. Sweet. Good pep talk, my friends. I love you. Good, good day. Let's give it a fist bump through the camera. Bam. Bam. Boom. See you next week. Hopefully, Buff Shady, hopefully you'll be back. If not, I will. I will. Oh, you Gork just turned into a ghost. <laughs> Tony Iommi. <laughs> He's the fucking best, everybody. You're the fucking best. Oh. <laughs>